You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Very good, Keith Johnson. AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. This is AfterBuzz TV for Southland. Tonight's host is Stuart Lill. Joining Stuart will be AfterBuzz co-host Phil Svitek. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Southland news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 347-855-8269. That's 347-855-8269. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, Stuart Lill! This is Stuart here. What's up? How you doing? Welcome, welcome back, back, Stu. Yes, it was welcome back to you too, Phil. Um, to I only me. saw you yesterday. You know, it's been a while. I, uh, I enjoy seeing you two days a week. By the way, I uh, Jesse that's, that's and I, and uh, you know, even Kevin, we should all be commended because in the past uh, two days, we just did the most number of podcasts we ever did. I mean, we did the Oscars, then we did Big Love, then Californication. We had a whole uh, back to back to back. So I just wanted to get that out there. Would you? Would I felt very much like Howard Stern, like nonstop recording podcasts. It was a podca- podcast marathon. It uh, was. And then, and then, Stu was a little part of it, but yes, <laughs> back to the show. And then you guys uh, reor- reorganized some of the, uh, the studio as well. Yeah, we're uh, we're we're making the studio pimp for when we go to video with uh, some of our shows. It's very nice. I came all dressed up in my nice suit and uh, Stu, my haircut, and uh, I'm wearing gold necklaces. And I've got a big gold teeth, silver teeth on too, and uh, some diamond earrings, and you'll never see it again. Well, Stu, Stu, I think I think it's a very good look for you. Um, <laughs> what what was John's line or uh, Ben's? What was what was Ben's line where he was reciting what John always taught him? Uh, look good, look good, act good, be good, or what, what, it's something along that vein, right? Yeah, it. You know, I'll, I'll find oh. it in a second. But, oh, Look sharp, sharp, act sharp, sharp be sharp. sharp. That's right, Stu. Uh-huh. So, you know what? By you dressing up, you're looking sharp, you're acting sharp, and you are sharp. Thank so, you. thank you. I, 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 uh, I wish I could say likewise. Um, you didn't show up with diamonds. No, I did not. But, uh, but you will. You will next In week. the future, I will act sharp. But, uh, but Phil, you were... What's that? I. This is... This, this is you know, one ep- one more episode. The penultimate. Yeah. You know what that means, right? Yeah. Okay. You yeah, gave me a look at this. I'm just saying, one more I, episode. And I, Stu, Stu, I, I don't want to even think about that until we get to the prediction, so <laughs> shut up. I, I'm just a little sad. We're just coming down, you know, I... I, you know, we we've been doing this since January. It's been good times. I've been reading message boards. People are like, don't remind me. Don't <laughs> remind me. This is this is what my year's about, and it's already over. We're in March first, and you know, March eighth will be the end. And <sighs> can we talk about how good the episode was? Not about how like, come on now, Stu. We'll 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 help everyone with their. Uh, tr- we'll, we'll we'll do a special segment on what we're gonna do oh, after Southland is done. Idea. But right. but for now, I want to talk about how amazing this episode was. All right, let's do it. So this episode, season three, episode nine, called Failure Drill, start off with quite a bang. Literally, uh, no pun intended. But uh, uh, you, yes, you did. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyway, so we see uh, we see a gunfight with Lydia and uh, Josie, and uh, we freeze, and we get the nice little line to protect and serve. That's the LAPD motto. But as most cops will tell you, you're lucky if you can just survive. That's right. I'd like to get that guy in the studio if I need to find him. If there's anyone on the show I want, I want I want the opening. Voiceover guy. Voiceover guy, yeah. Um, But anyway, but Phil, just real quick, what would you join, the Army or the LAPD? I would join the Marines. You would join the Marines? Yes. Okay. And uh, why is is LAPD too tough for you? Is it too hard? No, why? Are they? I don't know. I think we saw why, Phil. 
I think we saw why. We have old men in the streets that won't <laughs> stop their cars. That's right. We have children uh, abusers. We have guys who kill their wives. And we have a big gunfight with a crazy lunatic with an assault rifle. And we have podcasters that don't stick to the format of, of our shows that just I go all over the board, off tangent. It's It relates to the question, though. We'll, we'll touch everything. All right. But anyway. Um, but yeah, so getting into that, because we... Uh, Go back to the beginning of that day or week or whatever the... As we always do. As, yeah, awesome. as we always do, as Southland does it best. Um, and we see Lydia at the gun range. and uh, Well, before that, we see John in a tub, by the way. Right. Uh, yeah, that was kind of odd. T- no, no. He's lucky to be surviving. Uh-huh. So that's the imagery we get right after the voiceover, which I th- thought was nice. And then, obviously, we return back to Lydia for more... P- for that plot. Right. Um, but yeah, Lydia at the gun range, and uh, basically we see that what she needed to learn before we jump ahead to that that actual gunfight. But anyway, just, I guess this is a test that they're doing at on the gun range. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I would have looked into this if I had known uh, we were getting into a, uh, a gun range test dealing with the police officers. Um, but yeah, Lydia is over overhearing uh, um, another officer basically. Saying how to take down a take down a guy, you know, like as you were saying mm-hmm. during the fight, you know, two to the chest, two to the chest, one to the head, and uh, I think they had to fire actually four shots, and they were talking. Well, about during the test, because well, because yeah. think of it that way. Well, they fired during the actual test. They fired two to the left, two to the right, right. and then equaling four, and then they did two to the head. Right. So, but, you know, it's practice. Yeah, very good practice. And um, Lydia, of course, a good shot, but. She's making some murky mistakes. That's right. She's mashing the trigger. Mashing the trigger. You know, I didn't. I didn't really get what that meant. I yeah. They they, they kind of just left it at that. Uh, they made kind of like a big deal out of it. Like, do you really want me to tell you what you're doing wrong? Yes, please, I do. You're mashing the trigger like they taught you in uh, the academy. And that was it. I thought, I thought you said they're. You're, you're forgetting what you learned in the academy, or but they were teaching her what not. But he's saying the, that what they, she learned in the academy was wrong. Yeah. Now you right. know what's interesting about that. What? Now, um, as we know, uh, Morales, right? That was his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, last name, anyway. Um, he seems to be the first uh, guy to. Um, uh, oh, all I'm going to get at is Lydia's previous uh, love um, was a teacher uh, from the academy, correct? Yes. And now. He is teaching what she learned at the academy that was wrong, uh, and he's an interest. Mm-hmm. So he's just gonna—he's just gonna totally override uh, that previous dude and uh, jump in the sack and uh, push all that away. <laughs> he's gonna—he's gonna take take ground and uh, you know basically put put his uh, put his mark on her. And and she's and she typically doesn't like to. Uh, she typically doesn't like people telling her what to do. And but this time she asked for it. Clearly, just right out, right out of the bag. Just want to know if it was she's just doing wrong. And he told her right up front. Didn't say anything. Uh, he didn't. Say, he didn't. Sti- he didn't. He didn't just stick with. Uh, no, that was great. Uh, no, he almost didn't say anything. Yeah, he almost didn't say anything. But uh, but no, he was right. He was very honest. He's not a yes man. Um, and yeah, very honest and very persistent with her. And, Indeed. Of course. Anyway, um, but continuing down the line. So, her and Josie, they um. They show up at a at a site just real quick, but uh, you know the detectives are like, "Yeah, we're gonna take this one." Uh, I forgot what they referred to them as, but it was something along the lines of "Dumb and Dumber." And, um, <laughs> yes. And uh, they were gonna make them do the paperwork, and they were like, mm, "No, we're this is not cool." But anyway, they get a call for another site. Go, uh, and we, I don't know how ca- often this happens with detectives where they say uh, it was the black guy. It was, the guy was black, but um, turns out a woman died uh, as a result of of, uh, of a beating of some sort, and uh, she died on the way to hospital. But the son, her son, claims it it was uh, he was really sketchy. Said it was a, a black guy. All I know is it was a black man. It was a black man, and um, yeah, and he just wanted to get the hell out of there. And, he did, and uh, yeah. So of course Lydia's just. You know, just you know, uh, no, he can't leave. Can't leave. He's just the kid. Just wants to get the hell out. Wasn't my dad. Uh, well, he doesn't say that at first, but he, he's very like, shady kid. Very I, shady. I, I, <laughs> we don't know what's going on there. But then an ambulance, uh, EMT or something, shows up. Says uh, 
wife said it was the it was the father, her husband. Anyway, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, now I was really, I, I kind of like this character, this husband, uh, mm-hmm. myself, um, because because he's a douchebag. No, no. I, in terms of the character, I I enjoyed it because um, he wasn't like when we met him. He wasn't up like he wasn't a thug. He wasn't. He wasn't like you know, shut your mouth, you know, like you know, like telling off the son. He wasn't telling off Lydia or Josie, like because the true criminals, uh, in the words of Alfred Hitchcock, they don't kick the dog, they pet the dog. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So they're in. That's the best criminals. That is that is certainly the best criminal. And uh, you don't want to make yourself known. Don't wear the baggy pants. You know what I mean? <laughs> just just pet the dog. And his name wasn't Spider. No. And uh, no, he 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 was. A family man. He was a family man, and uh, anyway, but yeah, and it, it just I, you don't you don't look at him and think criminal, and so you you kind of had to believe you felt like you wanted to believe the son, um, and at the same time, like I knew, but I knew Southland does this. They, they always throw the unconventional criminal at you, at least in terms of TV terms, and uh, <laughs> um, even though he was acting sketchy, and I guess they you know sort of wanted you to you know like what's up. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I never thought it was him. And, I mean, the wife said it was the husband, so I, it, you know, they kind of made it sketchy, like, well, maybe the wife was lying before her death or something. No, never occurred to me. That never occurred to you? Well, it was nope. like, that, I don't know, that was kind of going through my head. It's like, I don't know what's going on, like, why? No, I knew the kid was, I knew the, the, the son was very sketchy from the moment he said, all I know is a black man. Yeah. <sighs> don't ever so. say that, people. Yeah. <laughs> um, unless, unless it's true, I guess. Uh, but... Give a little more description give a little than that. More description. If you can't give more, then he's black. I because because with that description to anyone, you've really narrowed down the list of possible suspects. Yeah. Um. And oddly enough, have managed to offend an entire race of people. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when the detective is African American herself. Uh, I I mean I don't ha- has anyone ever been caught just by saying he was a black man? I believe not. I don't think so. I'm going to go with no. a couple more details. Uh, uh, Unless we're talking about back in the 1700s when uh, we're talking about slavery. Well, then they would just get the first black guy they, they saw on sight and um, put, him, put him to death, unfortunately. That's how America used to work. And <laughs> it's very, very awful. But not in L.A. When uh, when your detective is, is a black person and she, she knows better. She didn't seem caught off guard, though. It was I was kind of... I don't know. I find that interesting. She, mm-hmm. at, least, at least, at least, like I don't think I don't think a person in that position would be like, would be like, you know, what does that mean? Um, because I'm sure, you know, she's dealt with plenty of cases where, yeah, it was black, and they ended up finding a black guy. Um, but I'm just saying, just from a viewer's standpoint, like, oh, that's so, that's so racist. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you cleared um, that up for us, Stuart. Lil. Anyway, but yeah, um, going back. Or going on, I should say. You know, they arrest the father. The kid's trying to stick up for him. And then, next thing you know, uh, interrogating the dad. And, uh... He got him. He got him good. He got... You, I would like my... Lo- I would like a lawyer. I like my lawyer. That's what, you know, I'm always watching these. And, like, why? I, I mean, is it just... Are people... Is there, is there a certain... Is there... A, I don't know. If I ever was arrested, first thing I'd say, lawyer, please. Like... Mm-hmm. But I'm glad he did. I'm just saying, like, uh, is there someone you know that probably wouldn't ask for a lawyer? I'm just, I, I, I want to, like, I, I want to. Well, people don't always, they, they don't actually ask for the first thing as their lawyer, because um, most people, you know, they're most people that get questioned, they obviously don't have anything at stake. They're sort of more testifying, so they don't need a lawyer necessarily. And usually, they want to be uh, helpful, and yeah. um, they don't want to look guilty. Yeah, yeah. Um, but of course it is your right to have a lawyer, and if that's what you choose, then you can, the, the police cannot proceed. Mm-hmm. But um, but they can hold you in custody. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, no, he asked for a lawyer, and... He got him good. He got him good. Yes, he did. But anyway, it was around that time that Lydia's uh, approached by... Uh, Mr. Morales again. For a date. For a date. Now, you were... I don't know why, Phil, but he just reminded me of you 
Run me? What? Why? He had this look. He just had this. I think he had the same haircut of some sort going on as you. No way. Him and I have nothing in common, but continue. Um, Give your little speech so I can dispute it. (laughs) I don't have a speech right prepared, Phil. So I am the John Cooper to your Ben. And although we'll get to this, although John kind of uh, shit the bed, as I like to call it, Uh um, this episode, I am still... You're a training officer, okay, Stu. Well. And y- Anyways, continue. No, I, I'm just... He, he just... He was very smooth, Phil. He was okay. very... He was okay. very persistent. Um, a little, like... At first, you're a little... You're a little... I don't know. But then you're like... You can warm up. Like this... <laughs> Stu, what are you basing this off? I don't think you've ever seen me pick up girls. When you hit girls. on me, Phil... When you hit on me the first time, you know, I was like... Eh, you know, Phil's not my type. And then, and then you, you continued charming me, and uh, ultimately, I'm here now as your, as you, my what? Uh, as your visit, you know, just your friend, just just your friend. And thank you, and loyal and loyal, uh, loyal co-host. So I feel like a lot of the uh, After Buzz TV people are turning on me. I have been nothing but insulted in the last few days. What are you talking about? I, I've been, I'm being very... Yeah, I know you are, but still, still. It almost seemed like you were going to go there. Go where? With the insults, anyway. I wasn't going to insult you, but... All right, so he was smooth, man. and he gets Lydia to... Uh, at first, he says, do you want to get dinner? Or what was it? Drinks. Drinks. Yes. No drinks. Coffee it is. Coffee it is. And uh, we'll talk about your cases, and Lydia can't say no. You know, she's very busy, but if... Are you, know, you legally allowed to talk about the cases? I feel like... You know what I mean? I, I get the sentiment of, uh, obviously, when you get home from work, you kind of want to vent or, you know what I mean? Like, what else? I don't know. It's the cliche. What are you going to talk about? Mm-hmm. Um, just imagine, like, the 50s soap operas or whatever. Honey, I'm home. How is work? Right, yeah. So, uh, well, but gonna... is she legally allowed to talk about it? I'm sure she can talk around it. I, 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 I don't uh, today can... I had a case. It was a murder case. Is that what the conversation would be? And, like, tell me more. I, I can't, yeah. legally. Wonderful. Next subject. What was your other case like? There was a guy. He was dead. <laughs> a few suspects. Mm-hmm. No no, uh, no big leads, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't know what... Because I, I know detectives have details they have to protect from public. Um, but, I mean, this kind of seemed like a case. She was only referring... She said two cases, though. I can only remember just the one that was the you know that was the one she was working on that mm-hmm. we were following um well the uh, the checks the che- the remember checks. they were they had to take care of uh for the other guys dumb and dumber oh i i thought they just left that on the table like yeah we got another case no Stu, this is great all right uh i'm just gonna go on the record and the, i love tonight's episode because of the writing uh-huh. uh the fact that we start with the shooting range and it kind of ends up there and the whole deal with um lydia being asked out that all interweaved itself so well. Um, and I'll talk about the the rest of the plots, but this one in particular was just amazing. Fired on all cylinders. Mm. Stu, this was great writing. Very natural. Very natural. Very, Very uh... It progressed the story well, um, kept my interest, and never, always tied things back. You never dropped out. Never dropped out. That felt... it was Everything was tied in with the theme. It was. Good, good title fit this to the story as well. Sure, I always like this. This was a code eight for me, though. A code eight. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Anyways, so they agree, and she's actually quite giddy. Yeah, it's uh, it's nice to see Lydia, you know, especially after her little breakup with Russ. I don't know if uh, I don't know if it was so much a breakup as of like what the hell? Oh no, did you do? He's gone. That's a that's that's you a break a friendship. A, you a hole. All right. Well, Russ is gone. I don't. I don't expect to see him in the finale. Um, Sorry. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So right back to the dad. And okay, they were interrogating. We called in sick. He asked for a lawyer. And but the kid wants to go to the aunt. And uh, aunts. Aunts. Why? Why does everyone say aunts? Because there's I'm, no I'm, aunts. I'm from the south. Aunts. From the south, man. And uh, <laughs> and yeah, very sketchy. Like. You know, look, we can either drive you there ourselves or we can get what social services over here and uh, we'll take care of business that way. So, all right, all right. We'll, we'll go together, the aunts. Aunts. And, um, <laughs> yeah, we get there and 
he starts getting real sketchy again, getting just... Yeah, that's the house to let us out. No, 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 actually, no, it's not. You know what? Yeah, just let it out. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. You know what? I I'm gonna I'm gonna check my mom's address. Oh, okay. It's the blue. Yeah. It's the blue house. Mm-hmm. Might be. Might be. Might be. Um. But I finally understood where he was coming from at that moment after Lydia comes back. Um. And he just wants him and the kids to stay together, and it has nothing to do with protecting the father. Which, if he was doing that, I would have slapped them upside the head. But he was just trying to be a good do you older think, brother. Do you think? Um. He would have, let's say the father gets let off. Um, do, do you believe that he would have left the house with the kids and try and go somewhere? Or do you think he would have stayed under the roof with the dad? I mean, He would stay under the roof with dad because um, I feel like that's all he really has. It's true. Dad's, considering even though, I don't know, it seemed like... Well, we, we, we get some... We, Lydia gives us the hint that, um, or actually he does, the fact that his mom and his aunt didn't quite get along because of the mother stole the situation with the husband. That's that's what and I started so thinking about. There's uh, a weird family dynamic that is not fully explored, yeah. but uh, I believe we're just giving enough to sort of wrap our heads around it and make our own conclusion of like, okay, this is why the kid was doing it, and I can respect them for that. Now that when you asked, I never thought that maybe the wife was lying. Um, it was when, yeah, it was when he said, yeah, my wife, my mom stole from her once. I was like, oh, so she's an untrustworthy person. So that's why I was like, that's, especially in that, in that moment, I was like, oh, maybe. I want to slap maybe you for even thinking the that. Truth about, uh, her Stu, how many times have we learned that the show, um, it's usually the pe- person we think it is. I know, I know, but, but still, I, I had hopes because he was such a good man, Phil. I, I thought I could believe in him, and he, of course he let me down, but. But anyway, yeah, so <sighs> he has to deal with that, and they're going to possibly have to get split up. So Lydia goes up, and, uh, well, after she, she tells uh, tells Josie she's got a date. She does. Now this is going to be weird. Um, do you think this is weirder than a Californication situation? Well, yeah. Before we get there, because uh-huh. I, was, I, I don't want to, I want to talk about the shootouts, too. Before we know that she okay, she's what we get before the shootout is that Lydia is hella that's a California term excited about the date. Yeah, um, finally thinking about something else besides work and real giddy, mm-hmm. and Josie being Josie is excited for her too. This I mean you know she's pushed. Obviously uh, Josie does a fine job. Um, Lydia's always on her case to do better, but she does a fine job. And so Josie's equally giddy because this is finally the moment that that she's always wanted for Lydia. Just to kind of let loose and, and have a personal life every now and then. Yeah, because her mom has one. Uh, and Lydia certainly doesn't, unfortunately, because work is her life. And we saw that when Lydia almost lost her job or thought she was going to lose her job and just turning and just crumbling. And, yeah, but uh, no. She has a date, and she's ex- finally excited about something that's not work-related. So it was kind of nice. And then what the F happened? Boom. Got a freaking gunshot. People are are, are are screaming and flailing and running the hell out of this parking garage. And, and I, I didn't understand what this place was. It seemed like, and it seemed like a lot of uh, Latinos running out. I don't know. It was, like, it was like a warehouse or something. And then in the middle of all this... Uh, you know, they head upstairs. There's a lot of gunshots. They don't know where it's coming from. By the way, I was wondering how they wrote this because it was a very long scene, and I was wondering how many pages uh, if they even wrote all this all this action. I mean, uh, usually they don't. Yeah, I know. Yeah, um, the good ones kind of do, mm-hmm. or at least let someone develop that. Because there's a lot of stuff going on here. They go up stairwells. I mean, I guess the only thing they really wanted to get across was that uh, there's a lot of people that are going to be running by the gun site that Lydia's yeah. going to avoid shooting, which was kind of mm-hmm. very heart, heart, uh, heart-wrenching. Like, I thought she was about to shoot five I think they wrote a pretty... People. They only wrote in... I mean, so for those of you who don't know how TV or film works, it is very non-descriptive. Um, essentially, it's exactly what you need. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean the world that um, is created through a script is any less 
significant or um, deep as, let's say, a novel. But uh, obviously, in a novel, you would get the full description of like Lydia's breathing. That you know, she's uh, she looks left, she looks right. Mm-hmm. Whereas with this, it's just you know, Lydia shoots, runs out, right, or something like that. Yeah, because. Uh Especially, I'm sure, especially execs, they don't want to read through this. No, I know. <laughs> they're just like, and and especially considering how how amazing their stunt crew is. I don't know who's who 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 they got going over there, uh, but they, you know, every every episode, every other episode has a a, a car chase, uh, just uh, a chase the streets. You know, we got a mini car fences. chase today. What? We got a mini car we got chase. A mini car chase. That was a great chase. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. They. I, I, they got to be taking in a lot of these deals from real police stories. A lot, you know, some of them are kind of a little, cl- I think, are a little too clever to be real do- really done. But anyway, but th- in terms of this, I, I can't imagine what it must feel like, or um, to, to like I was saying earlier, be running up stairwells and you don't know where these gunshots are coming from, and see just you know hundreds of people running by you, and and uh, you don't know if anyone has a gun or not, and it's just. And yeah, I mean, I guess that's the only thing I would going back to the writing part. I just that's the only thing I'd really get across. Mm-hmm. Don't know who has the gun, you know. Exactly. So well, um, Josie gets shot. Josie gets doesn't get shot. She got well, kind of, uh, glass. Glass flies in her face. It goes all uh, shards. What do you call it? What do you? Uh, I don't know. Never mind. Yeah, just she gets hurt. Glass shards in half her face. Kind of. It's kind of like uh, kind of like uh, James Bond. That James Bond movie where they yeah, it's like diamonds all over his. Space. There's like 43 James Bond movies. You're gonna well, have to be uh, a little more. It's like saying the the black guy. <laughs> um, I think it was the last one. Uh, Quantum uh, of Solace. No, no, no. Uh, that Pierce Brosnan one is in. I don't know which one that was. Oh, uh, Tomorrow Never Dies or The World Is Not Enough. I think it was World Is Not Enough. I know it wasn't Tomorrow Never Dies, but um, I think it was the Pierce Brosnan one. But yeah, that was it was bad. But anyway, but jo- Josie, unfortunately, her beautiful face gets all shard up because they finally find the gunner. Uh, they're just going at him with, or just unloading clips on him. Uh, miss, misses, unfortunately. I thought I thought Lydia would get some, you know, all that training at the gun range and she, she can't clip him in the, in her, in the original uh, in the original face-off. Nope. So we ding, 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 round two. Ding, 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 round two. Pulls Josie out. You know, she's injured. So uh, And takes a cell phone. Put her out. Takes a cell phone. Goes back into the belly of the whale. Um, just you know, everyone's gone for uh, most people anyway. Um, oh, by the way, there's a ton of dead people everywhere. Let's uh, let's not forget <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> a great production design. This style. dude is wiped out this building. Um, white guy, which was interesting. Just always always white guys going off the end. Uh, I just have to say. Maybe. Uh, never mind. <laughs> I'm white. Because, uh, we're white, Phil. We can say that. Okay, well, it's probably. I don't know. Never mind. But um, anyway, yeah. But uh, yeah. But fortunately, Lydia's a smart woman, and the cell phone trick. I love the cell phone does trick. The cell phone trick puts at the top of the top of the uh, escalator. Uh, laughing maniac of a gunman comes around. I don't know who calls the cell phone if it was just an alarm or something. But ring, it ring. could have been Lydia calling it. Oh, so she. That's why she got Lydia's phone, so she could. Well, I didn't see Lydia on Josie's phone. phone. Uh, that's why. That's why I didn't click with me, Phil. What? Because because if she just needed a cell phone, she could have used her own cell phone. Well, yeah, but maybe she forgot it in the car. I don't know, Phil. No, Stu, <laughs> Stu. This is why uh, I need you. I need you to be present with the writing, Stu. Uh-huh. Why would she I, take I, I, someone I, else's? She, you I, know what I, I mean? I saw what was happening, Phil. It would I, not be, and and if that was the case. It would it would be insignificant. They would have never said that. She just would have had the cell phone. She, yeah, she just it wouldn't have mattered. It was just a clever trick. It was a very clever trick. I.e., clever writing still. Uh, it works out. Okay, all right. I'm just saying. Um, and it worked to I'm perfection. If I was Lydia. I would have shot a sprinkler. I would have doused him with with water. He would have been blinded, and then I would have shot him. That would have been my writing. Oh, water blind. Okay. <laughs> Who? Who's been blinded from water? <laughs> oh, I'm in the rain. I can't see. Have you seen Gaslands? Gasland? Huh? That Oscar-dominated documentary about water being poisoned from from natural gas companies? That could have blinded them. We don't know. Oh, yeah. Because L.A. water has in it. 
Yeah, I'm going to take that risk as opposed to a cell phone, which I know I can control more, and it's probably going to distract them in a more significant way. It so, could yeah. have been an alien from uh, Signs. Could have burned them. Yeah, I'm going to take that risk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. That, so she shoots a cell phone, the uh, her, her good old-fashioned trick, and then shoots him to, to the chest. Doesn't fall. Shoots twice. Twice to the chest, once to the head. And uh, as Morales had tested um, his uh, student in the beginning of the beginning of the episode, uh, so you know if I sh- if you shoot him, he doesn't go down. Does that mean he has a, has a bulletproof vest on? I was like, no, it's because he's a maniac or something. And uh, yeah, this dude clearly a maniac, just laughing when he gets shot, and then uh, one more to the I think just one more to the heart. Finally gets it on uh, to the head. It was, it was to the head. And, but, so, again, this is why I love it. The reason why she's missing the date is because she's doing this, but he saved her life. Yeah, that's true. In many ways, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, afterward, uh, at hospital, she's missed the date because uh, she's she loves Josie, her new partner, her, her, not her new partner, but the season's partner. Um, and uh, they're playing cards, and who, who shows up, Phil? Who shows up? The date. The date, turns out. Or rather, the son. The son. And uh, very awkward. Um, I I thought this was more awkward than uh, than what I mentioned earlier with Californication. Just I felt that the, the Californication was unfortunately more disturbed. I mean, he slept with in Californication. Our the main character sleeps with the mother and the daughter. Mm-hmm. So way weirder. Now it's just kind of weird because, um, like I mentioned earlier, how she dated her. Uh, her teacher, when she was going through, through through training to be an officer, he was much older than her. And now he's, she's dealing with someone who's much younger than her, and not only she's younger than her, <laughs> but her um, her partner's son, who still, by the way, won't let won't let down, which impresses her when they're outside. And you're like, he's like, you didn't know? I was like testing, you know, I was taking your temperature. He's like, you know, uh, she's like, you know, whatever. And I like, I don't want this. And then he he puts on the charm. He puts on that Phil Speedtech charm. I like that. Puts in some quarters into the to the food vending machine, gets her some sweet and salty. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, she does. And uh, who knows? But he's right, you know, who cares? It's just, a, you know, he's Let's an be adult. Adults. Let's be adults. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, overall, great storyline. I was, I was, I was Josie, Josie got it going on. Yeah, um, she, her bed, I'm wondering how Josie's going to take this, though. She, her bed's going to be rocking it's that night. It's one thing to, uh, yeah... <laughs> Do you th- yeah, it's gonna be really disgusting when we got uh, Lydia and the mom uh, co-sexing it up with people. <laughs> Oof, it's gonna be weird. Uh, all right, but good storyline. Now let's go to Sammy. Uh, really quick episode for him because um, he was like in it for two scenes, but um, but still very significant. Quite significant because him and his partner they go to a church and uh, I, what I loved, uh, yeah, the church. Uh, apparently, God donated forty thousand dollars. Yeah, okay, my ass. Apparently, God was a gang member, and uh, or the gang members uh, who came to the church wanting that forty grand, forty G back. And uh, by the way, case solved very easily. They go to that. They go to the house, knock on the door. Uh, let me look at Raymond. Get your get over here. Yep, you stole the money. There's Raymond. It was Have fun. Dirty money. She, she, the mom donated it. I love. By the way, that's not her accent. I was just. I, I don't know why I did that, but. That. <laughs> um, yeah, moms, moms in Southland are very. They beat up on their sons and and are are not are not shy to uh, embarrass them. Um, but anyway, yeah, she calls out her son, and then and then, so that solves that case real quick. But his wife shows up. Uh, Sammy's wife, I should uh, clarify. Thanks to find my friend app. Find my friend app, which you can find on your nice little iPhone. Why aren't we friends, Stu? Why don't we have a friend, my friend app? Well, uh, I know where you always are, Phil. Um, that's and you know where I always that makes me always am. I don't know where you always are. Well, it's 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 not hard. Y- you don't check in on Foursquare. Foursquare, no. I I'm not a big Foursquare guy. I'm not a I, no. Or, me neither. But uh, but no. Anyway, you know, they're just discussing basically paint for the the nursery because she's going to involve Sammy in, in this baby's life and this involves uh, reading a book about it and painting their no nursery. basically it means get your shit together yeah get your shit together where the dude doesn't even have now, a house now that he's lost the whole Morales family um, 
Now he's going to get back into his, uh, his original, uh, his, his wife's family. And he doesn't have a house. Now, they didn't clarify where he's living right now because uh, I guess because Nate's wife's going to move out or was moving away um, for a while. So he's probably just bunking down somewhere, some friend's place. But a hotel. That's, you that's, could do a hotel. That's totally pointless to talk about. <laughs> um, but it looked like, did you see at the door, though? And she's like, where are you living? Or have you found a place yet or something? He's like looking around, like looking for like a, a for sale sign in the neighborhood. Because <laughs> like, he's going to move across the street and like check up on his beer every so often. That is... Uh, his wife's uh, 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 new 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 guy uh, stole from him. Yeah, <laughs> but don't they don't like the new guy too much? No, they don't. And uh, but yeah, I mean, we kind of leave it there. You know, he's got a. And he gets the paint, and he gets the seesaw. So gets gets the gets the swing set. Well, what I think, what I think he kinda makes peace. I think by the wife coming up to him, a he feels um, he feels good that the wife is trying to include him. Yeah. And that he has been messing up, but um, him bringing the swing set and the paint is sh- him showing the responsibility that a he wants to be a decent father, or not out of this kid's life, but at the same time he knows that it's probably better um, that they sort of the mother takes care of him, and you know because he recognizes she's the responsible one. That's a good family situation because he doesn't even have a house. I just. It's it's hard for me to accept that she's a responsible one. Um, Why is that? Because a I believe Sammy bought that house, and b she's she is in the past two seasons because we haven't really seen her much this season. She is the craziest wife you will ever come across. I mean, she lost every every time Sammy'd buy her something, she'd lose it. Um, I don't know how she's going to handle a baby. I don't. I'd have. I'd be not surprised at all if in season four, hopefully Southland gets that. Um, she leaves the baby in a car cooking to death, and uh, Sammy walks up upon it and and gets uh, gets uh, gets the rights to uh, to have 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 his kid. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But anyway, I'm just saying, as far as responsibility goes between the two, I I trust Sammy a lot more, especially now that he's gotten past this whole. At least we don't know what the season finale holds for us, but uh, from the looks of it, Sammy's gotten. Oh, thanks gotten for dropping his, that bomb. Has gotten over his dark side uh, for the most part. There is. A bit of a tenderness still, but Lark, like Darth Vader, he's coming back. I don't know. I don't know, Phil. I think I think Sammy's going to stick around because they've. No, I think Sammy's going to stick around too. That's not what I was saying. He's back. Well, and in, in in the good sense, not in the bad sense. Not yes. like Darth Vader. But well, uh, Darth Vader went back to the good side at the end of. Yeah, like when he was dying. Well, and in some sense, Sammy died last. <laughs> Stu. Stu, he was puking. He was ready to shoot. The, like, come on. He came back from the dark die. side last episode. Yeah, he came back, he, but he didn't die. He wasn't Darth Vader in it. Metaphorically, Stu. Metaphorically. I'm done with this. I'm walking out of the studio. All right. I'll see you later, Phil. You All right, so on moving on. I will continue the show from Speaking here and out. Sides. Have you left yet? Can I, can I host the show now? Please? Okay. So... Uh, my favorite plot, uh, John Cooper and Ben. And I love how we're sort of reminded in the, the preview before the, we see the episode, John is um, with his drug dealer and he says, I told you to be here at 6. I told Stu to be here at 7. Was not. Sorry, it came at 7.02. Sorry, it takes 45 minutes to drive here, Phil. It, it, it normally is a 10-minute drive. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Crimea River. Anyway... Uh, we see John really shit the bed this week. Yeah. In the sense of he's not the same guy he is. He's not responsible in the way he is. He's not uh, the motivator he is. He... And, and basically, as we got from last episode, Ben is advised that it doesn't matter who your partner is. You have to look out for your own life. And by John taking the actions that he's taking, he is risking Ben's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, John. John, uh, as as we brought up, you know, when Ben are you still here? Look, look sharp. Yes, yes, Phil. I didn't, are I, you loved? Like I, I gotta make. A, I gotta get paid, Phil. I gotta pay make this month's rent, and you guys are are nice enough to help me out with that. Um, <laughs> you Thanks, Stu. Like I'm crazy. I uh, sure continue, Stu. I. I I'm kidding. I always want you to co-host. I don't want you to walk. I don't you want you ever walking out of the studio. 
but, but like John, I have to be tough on you. Okay. Anyways, continue. But yeah, look sharp, act sharp, be sharp. And that's not just, you know, four days a week or three days a week. It's seven days a week, especially for a police officer's job. Mm-hmm. And uh, John, you know, shows up to work. He's thinking he can just take all the easy duties, you know, community service, uh, demonstration, um, uh, go, going to lunch when his back is really painful, just sleeping in the car. And, you know, and I was going to say, like, you know, John is, you know, the best police officer in this in the series. Um, I mean, he, he certainly... Because the other two are detectives. Well, I mean, there's uh, there's Dewey and there's Chicky and and we've we've come across a couple others. But I but as far as as a great example of police officer, I would say John. John is a phenomenal uh, example. A phenomenal example, despite his his horrible vice of of uh, of, of of being a, a kind of a drug addict. But that has to do with his but his pain. But I mean, he was trying to say like, look, I'm in pain. It came from this job. The job, like the job owes me. I mean, so who's, I, I have the right. So in the argument, uh, and why don't we go off the record uh-huh. on this one, okay, Stu? Yeah, let's go off the record. Who's right, Ben or John? Look, Ben. Ben is a Ben uh, was more animated uh-huh. for a longer duration, um, but John definitely kicked back at him. Yeah. But as far as what I believe, I, I mean, overall. Knowing knowing the dangers they're dealing with out there, I mean Ben 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 was right. He's he's just he Ben all Ben's doing is telling John what John taught him. I mean, John can't just all of a sudden say the rules don't apply to him when he's the one who set them. Some some rules are meant to be broken. All right, well you got to know the rules John, in order to break John, the, the rules. Rule, the rules that John has normally broken. Well, he's teaching Ben some new rules. I, <laughs> I mean, right, with the car week. thing. Next okay, week, I want, I want that's how you stop a car. Yeah, you know, just smash, smashing an old guy's window. That's how you stop a car. Tell, tell him he shouldn't be driving. You wanted me out of the car? Boom! There you go. You'd keep your mouth shut if you knew it was good for you, buddy. Yeah, that's right, Stu. Mm-hmm. But uh, <sighs> it's a very hostile environment today. <laughs> but um, it's from. Uh, yeah, I, I'm telling you, Stu, I, I've done too many podcasts in the past 24 hours. I, I understand. You disrespected me, this badge, and my department. Yeah, Stu, don't you ever say that again. I don't know if that was from. But yeah, but yeah, John. Are we but back you don't on understand the meaning of respect. Are we back on the record? Are we back on the record? Uh, What else could I say off the record? Uh, I think I think John... Could have used a back rub. I, I think that should be stated off the record from Ben because mm-hmm. he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to his dude? Um, why can't that dude give him a back rub? We saw. We finally, you know, uh, what was it like three episodes ago? We finally confirmed that he is in fact gay, and he is maybe having a relationship. So why not that dude? I don't. I don't see John as the guy. I mean, he's already been married, but I know that's different. Because it's a woman, um, but even still, like I, th- I think as I mean, John's. I don't know who would stay in a relationship with John. I mean, Ben's forced to stay as trainee. I mean, after this, Ben will respect him. But I mean, I, I mean, months ago, Ben would have if they were just friends. I don't, I don't, I don't know how John has many friends anyway. I mean, the, John's all about the John. John is about himself. No, the, the job. The job. I thought you said John's all about the John. <laughs> No, oh, it might have came across that way, but no. He's about the job, too. Uh, unfortunately, now he is kind of in the dark side, as represented when they're done with work, and he's getting into his car, and Ben tells him, it's night, you can take off your glasses. Mm-hmm. He's on the dark side like Sammy was with the glasses a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, on the dark side, and uh, and the line that kind of started off this whole this whole. This whole dark side uh, storyline was uh, the when they're getting briefed and, and the briefing officer says uh, it just takes one bad decision to ruin a good career, and uh, we were all looking at John. That's right. We were all looking at John. But uh, and yeah, but I don't know. The sunglasses also just thought it meant he didn't want to look Ben in the eye. That's good. Yeah. That's. But I like I like how the the rookie is is talking back. 
I like how that. I mean, it kind of came out last episode when uh, Ben Ben told that waitress, who I believe we'll see. Um, you know, he didn't want to take orders anymore. He wanted to, uh, yeah, he wanted to be doing, he wanted going out on his own. And now he's certainly, it's not now he's now he's earning it. He's truly earning it. it be, but he still has not, a lot to. I mean, John has a lot to learn. No, John no John has been right in prior episodes. Unfortunately, John is shit in the bed this week, but he is overall right. He has been right in the past. He's not right this week. <laughs> Quite unfortunate. Yeah. And unfortunately, again, the last uh, you know the last impression you give kind of sticks. Now, I was just surprised uh, overall that that John was. Uh, I was surprised in John going through this whole day of work, but but I was more surprised that he was purposely staying off the streets only because. Uh, I mean, they were doing jobs that took paperwork and things, and he said, you know, kill me if I ever end up behind a desk. I mean, doing paperwork, and that's basically what he was wanting to do. Now, I know John, wouldn't, without back pain, uh, wouldn't want to do that at all, but he's got Yeah. But, he, but he's doing paperwork anyway. I'm surprised yeah. he doesn't ask Ben to put him down. Go well, self-awareness is not always... Easy, mm-hmm. I that's, guess that's true. Yeah, and and Ben made that pretty darn clear. But anyway, I think we should go to commercial film. All right, and then all right. Never mind. What was going to be our special segment? We we weren't going to have one. We'll discuss that during the news. Uh, sorry, during the uh, during the break. All right. Thanks. We'll be back. Bye. You want to find out what the after buzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This yeah. is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call at 347 855 8269. This television, and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. You mean it's Shakespearean? You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Get in on the after buzz. 347 now, in the eyes of Jimmy, Nucky is a villain. Listen on iTunes. I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Find us on Facebook. Your husband or your best friend? Follow us on Twitter. And then she's oh, trying to kill him, so it justifies fun. it. I'm like, oh, now it makes sense. And visit us at AfterBuzzTV.com. <laughs> the wig! The wig! Oh, come off that wig! Come off, baby! No! What? Boardwalk Empire. Desperate Housewives. Glee. Gossip Girl. Breaking Bad, Mad Men, True Blood, The Walking Dead, Big Love, Jersey Shore, The Oscars, Celebrity Rehab, The Emmys. If If it's it's hot, hot, you can bet we'll be buzzing about it. it. Well, we're back, and we got a lot of Battle LA. Uh, Well, we got a a mini-exclusive clip, right? And so... uh, so since Southland takes place in Los Angeles, we figured we'd give some time to Battle LA. Which might come might out as well. If they're a big sponsor, uh, keeping Southland afloat, I think we should give a little time to Battle LA. I I thought it was the fall when I first saw the um, the first trailer, um, and the first time I saw it, I thought it was the follow up for District Nine, only to find out that it was called Battle Los Angeles. Uh-huh. And I still like thinking the fact that it is the follow up to District Nine because. That would be awesome. District 9 was very cool, and so I hope this movie is equally as cool. What do you think was better, Phil? I don't know. District 9 or Cloverfield? Are you even kidding me, Stu? Of course District 9. I hate Cloverfield. Why would you hate Cloverfield? I fell asleep during it. How could you fall asleep with that shaky camera movement? I was on a date. Uh, It was like a double date with me and my friend, and um, I fell asleep because I was so bored. This has been the most intense special segment. Maybe it was a bad date to begin with. That would probably explain it. But, uh, okay, so, I mean, in terms of Battle LA, very, very cool. A lot of... I I, I like, you know, aliens, and I like new kind of stuff. I mean, District 9, very cool. Cloverfield, not so cool. What do you think the aliens stand for in Battle LA? What do you you mean stand for? They stand for... Do you think they represent something that's in Los Angeles? That's not alien? But they're representing it through alien form. Are you talking about like illegal aliens? aliens? Yes, Phil, I am. Uh, I don't think that's what it is. You don't think this is no? Com- well, okay. Think about it. District Nine. Illegal? District Nine was a commentary on the apartheid in South Africa as well as um, the rest of the world, kind of. Mm-hmm. 
And so I could I could see this having a deeper meaning. I mean, if every I, movie if does. If an alien's last name in this movie is Rodriguez, I'm telling you, that's the message. All right, we'll have to we'll have to go see it Friday, and uh, we we should do a podcast about it to give us our to give us thoughts. And hopefully, it. Battle LA will continue to sponsor Sapling. Well, only one episode left, but with that, why don't we go to our own DJ Jesse with our weekly news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. For anyone who didn't know, back in t- November 2010, Will Rokos, the writer for the episode Code 4, and who also wrote Monsters Ball, was hit by a subway car in New York City before season 3 of Southland premiered. He actually stuck his head into the path, looking down the tunnel at the oncoming train, and the train hit him in the head. Reports are he wasn't seriously injured and has since recovered from that headache. Uh, Ouch. Uh, no, Why th- haven't we reported this earlier, Stu? I, you I found-, found this today. Uh, it was on the forums. It said, one guy was like, how's Will Rocos doing? Like, And then he got hit by a train. And I looked it up. It was like November. But yeah, I mean, he's, he's since produced two episodes. He wrote Code 4, which is the one where Nate Ross died. And, uh, and uh, so obviously he's doing okay. But yeah, I know. I, and, and I was also very impressed to see that Monsters Ball screenwriter is a writer for the show. Um, mm-hmm. Just goes to show how how stacked the show is on the uh, crew side of things and staff writers. They are. Well, onwards. All right, Southland's executive producer, John Wells, is also the executive producer of Showtime's Shameless, which has been renewed for a season two. Shameless, starring William H. Macy, is about a poor, dysfunctional Detroit family with a schizophrenic, drunkard father who leaves it to his daughter to keep the family together. Shameless is truly a unique comedy and will return next year with 12 more episodes, all of which will be covered by AfterBuzz TV. I gotta say, um, Stu, do you watch? I'm so excited I, for this. I, I love Shameless. I, I, I'm, I'm like three episodes behind, but uh, I, it's I, amazing. I, I know it is. I love. We cover it. I actually host it. It is phenomenal. People initially, when when we fo- saw the first episode, people weren't too into it. But I said, "Hey, I see the gold there." And then episode two confirmed the, that that the fun, uh, writing is phenomenal because everything ties in together and uh finally by episode three the the haters were converted and i was made god oh all right i didn't know there was any haters out there and uh wow phil that's quite a declaration (laughs) um but yeah no i was i i was surprised to see that john wells has another extremely good uh show on the on the air in 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 shameless and yes the man the man just anything he touches gold yeah. Even if it's about a poor family. And if we had camera, you would have been able to see Stu's little finger movement. My little, yeah, my little gold. finger movement. Gold. Yeah, well, uh, Stu's wearing a lot of gold, oh, so... Gold yeah, he's right divot now. out right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you can go to facebook.com slash Southland and watch clips of video series called Stump the Producers. Questions regarding minor details from past Southland episodes were submitted to the fan page in an attempt to stump the show's own creators. Go see if producers answer all the questions correctly or if they fail miserably. Ooh, that sounds good. What I saw, they, uh, they, they, they're pretty good. They get pretty much everything right. They, they're, uh, one in particular, uh, K.O. Hadari, I've never been able to... To find how he pronounced that name, uh, because he never says it himself. But um, he, he did get something half, kind of half wrong. He didn't quite know what a code was. They asked him about a, a certain code, and, and uh, he code eight, code eight, kind of tripped him up a little. But he, he knew what it meant anyway. But he, but yeah, interesting little minor, minor little questions you'd think he'd never to ask a show's creator. I think they would ask some some more interesting questions. But uh, but yeah, it's still entertaining. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, and that's your AfterBuzz TV Southland News and Gossip for the week of March 1st, 2011. Well, thank you, DJ Jesse. And now, Stu, uh, sort of our other special segment that we always do. Um, why don't you tell everyone what it is for those of you guys who are first-time listeners? Yes, sir, Phil. Um as part of Southland podcast, we honor those who have fallen because uh, that, which was, which the uh, death of, of of Nate and the show uh, episode four inspired uh, me to do because I thought the the good we- good men and women who uh, serve us deserved to be mentioned, the ones who have been slain, and uh, so we can remember them and 
and uh, but yeah, that's that's about the basis of it. So I'll just I'll just continue from there. All right. Um, this week we have a bit of a shorter list. Last week we had a huge list, which was quite unfortunate. So as uh, disheartening, obviously, it is to see um, the people in front of me that have died. The list is shorter, so I, know, there yeah. is some positive if compared you know, to in, in com- a very horrible situation. Obviously, compared to last week, it is positive, and none. Neither seem to be from, but it never. Uh, be, you should never look at it in terms of numbers. You should never, yeah, not nor numbers or I guess or I guess cost, but because in the end, two lives were taken from us. Um, but it, but anyway, so in the last week, two officers' lives were taken on February twenty fourth. Park Ranger Julie Weir uh, was killed in an automobile automobile accident during a heavy snowstorm near Kearney, Nebraska. Ranger Weir had served as a seasonal law enforcement park ranger with the National Park Service for 11 years and had just graduated from FLETC as a full-time law enforcement ranger. Very unfortunate. I mean, especially, like, she's a park ranger, you know? You don't you don't really necessarily, like, was she attacked by a bear, you know what I mean? Yeah, no. Yeah, it was, yeah, the, yeah, snow, yeah. the, snow, the snow can, uh... Snow. I mean, at least... Yeah. Yeah, these I mean, are so I tough for me to comment that. on because I don't want to seem, you know, rude or whatever. Considering we live in L.A., I don't have a good idea anymore since I've been out of Boston for over a year. Uh, what, Plus, you never drove in I Boston. And I never drove in Boston. But, yeah, that's it's it is a natural, uh, a, a, a natural dangerous uh, thing to deal with. And, unfortunately, it took one of her people, uh, park rangers' lives. Um, and on February 25th, police officer Fred Thornton was killed when a flashbang device detonated as he handled SWAT equipment. Officer Thornton had served with the Charlotte Mecklenburg Police Department for 28 years. He is survived by his wife and four children. Yeah, wow. See, so this one, obviously, not natural causes. Natural causes in the sense of uh, Mother Nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, just, storm-wise. Yeah, and it goes to show that the equipment, especially that SWAT deals with, is very dangerous and uh, Mr. Uh, Officer Thornton was just trying to uh, disarm his devices and and put them away, and unfortunately, did unfortunately not mistaken. Uh, uh, as we said, you know, we we the motto is to serve and protect, but sometimes we're lucky to survive. Mm-hmm. If you wish to contact the departments for funeral arrangements or for survivor survivor benefit fund information, go to www.odmp org to find contact information. These officers will be in our thoughts and prayers, and from all of us at AfterBuzz TV, we thank the men and women who put their lives on the line to protect our way of life. Thank you. And now, your AfterBuzz TV predictions. Stu, I'm very sad. I mean... AfterBuzz TV... I mean that made me kind of laugh though. That was that was excellent. Whose voice uh, is that? Is that that's our own Rich Wentworth auto-tuned? Wow. Okay. T Pain is I actually in T-Pain. the building. Yeah, I thought we had T Pain on the show. That that was that was the uh, positive humor I needed in thinking about these predictions for the season finale. By the way, um, speaking of humor, I it, it it was just it's just interesting how Southland can really mix and tie in a lot of humor with with. Uh, with deep and and challenging. Uh, well, most of these shows, they kind of most of the serious shows like Breaking Bad, even Mad Men, um, they're not complimented on their humor per se. But um, especially with Breaking Bad, yeah, yeah. Brian Cranston, who is the lead actor, he says, "I hope people are seeing how funny uh, the show actually is." And yeah, Bob uh, Bob Odenkirk really gives a lot of that humor at least in the re- last season uh, the mm-hmm. lawyer um, but yeah no but Breaking Bad really really good with humor and, com- and Southland too and Again. Southland yeah no and uh, a lot of some of the characters serve specifically for that and, and well but, but I even, mean today I mean John was hysterical but John was hysterical even though he's the most serious he's the most serious character and and uh, stoic most of the time but yeah he was pretty hysterical despite how how dangerous that situation is where you're not covering your your trainees back and uh but still it it was funny <laughs> it was so for next week's season finale what do we got next week a lot of guns a lot of crashes 
And we're going to see the full effect. That we're going to see the climax between John and Ben, I feel like. Climax between them. Uh, ben had a scrape. He some did. Sort. And uh, something with uh, Sammy dealing with uh, Ka- uh, Nate's death because uh, he wants to get back on the streets. I think they. I think the uh, Southland producers probably s- saved some money the mm-hmm. past couple episodes, and they're going to put it all into this one. Well, uh, we see a, a clash between Josie and Lydia, obviously because of the son mm-hmm. slash boyfriend, That's depending a- on whose perspective you're looking at, and uh, so we'll see that head on. Yes, sir. And uh, then next week, we will see you right back here, and hopefully... Oh, well, hope the cameras are on to see my jewelry. And, uh, well, Stu, we don't want to incriminate you. <laughs> you might have stolen it. All that bling. I, I my father owns a jewelry store. I thought he was. Uh, he does. I thought he was a uh, pilot. Both. Uh, I want my lawyer, Phil. I want my He's lawyer. He's getting fashion chips from uh, J Lo's American Idol on Wednesdays. All right. Well, Buzz, our mascot, enjoyed the episode. We hope you did, too, and we'll see you next week for the finale. For producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions, comments, or would like to host an AfterBuzz show of your own, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs>